For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Talk Recorded live. Hello, this is Denise Michaels. I am here with Ed Petty, author of The Three Goals. And today is Friday, November 11th, and we're in the middle of a great conversation about his book outline. Rock and roll, Ed. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so we've got the three goals, and they apply. I have it applying to. It can apply to other categories, but I have it applied to the, the business whole business. I apply it to the people within the business, and then I apply it to the individual outside of the vid, uh, the business, outside of their role, just as a person. And the personal goals. Personal, yeah, per individual. And then I also right. apply it, of course, to the customer, the patient, the client. Do you use the word holistic at all? I haven't. Um, I don't. It doesn't come up. I mean, it's. I could. I could, but. I. I mean, I, that's the word that's just popping into my brain is holistic because it's like you're a whole human being. You have a business. You have employees. You have patients, but you also have a life. You know. Yeah. So, anyway, right. Okay. That. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> there's a fair, four categories, and um, then the other the other uh, point on this is how do you achieve your goals? I use the analogy of like a plant or a corn, a yearly cycle where a corn grows up and has then you know corn plant grows and then you have your ear of corn or an yearly apple tree has apples. So there's a growth. Well. Corn plant or a plant, a yearly plant works better. So there's stages of growth, basically. And everything has certain stages of growth. And so I've. Feeding, sprouting, growing, harvesting. That's it, reproducing. So there's, um, there could be 20 stages or 10 stages. I just arbitrarily made five. I used five because other, other authors have used five, such as um, uh, Jim Collins, five levels. Uh, for leadership, also Maxwell uses five levels. So it's just I'm using five, uh, and it works out. It's arbitrary, which I explain. So that's the key. Those are the keys right there. You've got three goals, and so I break it down. Uh, I, uh, the over there's the overview, and then um, here's the business part. So now now I'm yeah, I, I'll explain this, but then later on I'll be wondering which where I should start first. But this is a book about business. So obviously I go right into the business part, uh, three goals for business and how to achieve them. Uh, then there's five stages. Um, I, I don't know what I, I don't know how much to put in here. Um, I include the team role, because roles I cover later. But it, I definitely go over the three roles, three goals for a business, profit, uh, team-driven business, and greater purposes, and then the five stages, how to uh, each, each each stage has a strategy on how to go to the next stage, how to go to the next stage. So I've, I have a basic strategy for the business to move up to the next next stage. 
so it can achieve all goals. <clears throat> so I have a strategy for that. But then right. I go to what we're working on right now is, okay, well, that's fine for the business. Now let's break it down to everybody in the business. For, uh, number five, professional roles. So there's sure. three goals for the professional, and then there's strategies to move up one through five on how you just start out. Well, how do you how do you become now an expert? So I have some basic tips on how to do that. So that's what I'm working on now. I'm uh, I, I I anticipate you know another five ten hours. I'll finish it rough. It'd be very rough, you know. But that's that'll be you know I'll come back to it. But that'll be the basic for chapter. Five, as I'm calling it. Uh, okay. Then is that where you, is that where you want to start? Is on chapter five. But that's where I that's where I am now. That's the chapter that I picked. Roles okay. and goals. Okay. All about roles. Okay. okay. That's where I started. That's where I landed. What's happening now is um, when I finish that, I'm thinking of my next. That's taking me more into the individual. Uh, which would be the next, I'm uh, skip number six there. We'll get into that later. Personal goals and yeah. strategies to achieve them. And, and I, I never really intended to end up here. <laughs> you know, the whole thing was the business and how to, you know, do better marketing, how to do better management. Yeah. That's the main thrust of the book. But here I am, you know, uh, uh, I, I started with roles and goals, okay, and then more basic is, well, you have to be ethical. And so I, I have to address this. I don't know. That it won't be a long chapter because this book is not focused on that. But basically, no. It's one. It's one chapter out of right. eleven. You know. So. So I mean, just to give you an idea how, how I'm thinking. That's so the roles and goals. Now the next one is going to be uh, the individual. How they how to uh, what the three goals are for you as an individual and how to achieve those as an individual so that you could be better in your job, so that you could be part of or run a better business. Um, beyond that, well, we have uh, what for the customer. Uh, I don't know when I'll get to that, uh, but that's very cool because most businesses are totally shortchanging their client or their customer, totally shortchanging them. To, to, to the detriment. Go ahead. Can I, go, can I go back just a minute to yes, personal yes, yes. goals? Because, I mean, we've had conversations in the past where you've talked about, you know, doing those things that give you purpose outside of your work. Yes. Right? I mean, is that something that you want to put in this chapter on personal goals? Like maybe they have a charity they want to start or one they want to be involved in or – you know, spending more time with their kids. I mean, we, we spent a fair amount of time talking about that. That, that, is, that is goal three. That is goal three. That's your higher purposes, and that's the individual's higher purposes. And to achieve those, first of all, you've got to be, we'll just use the word ethical, uh, but then you need to have some kind of job. <laughs> sure, of course. And, and, and to, be, to, to be good at that, you need to be very proficient. And then you need to be in a business that is also run well. <laughs> so, but it, right. yes, it is all about higher purposes for yourself. Uh, you know, uh, for your personal life, for your community. It's that's that's what it's about. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm just taking a few notes here yeah, as you're fine. talking. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, 
Because if you don't understand this, then I can't expect anybody else to. I'll just have I'll just have skeletons talking. I'll just be t- talking to people. No, I mean, I I understand it. It's just that you had spent like I mean, you were very passionate about talking about, you know, kind of being sort of a former hippie and 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 like really caring about those higher purposes and everything. So yep. when you say, oh, this can be a shorter chapter, it's like. No, I think this is important too. Oh, I see. Because well, they, where, oh, I see what you're saying. Well, maybe, maybe that's so. The the book's going to end on a whole luscious, luscious, passionate, uh, devotional chapter on goal three. That's going okay, that, to be the tearjerker, passionate, uh, prose, poetic, Kalia Gibran. <laughs> Whatever, uh, uh, Boris Pasternak and uh, 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 he wrote a poem um, of Russia. Uh, Laura, uh, Doctor Zhivago. It'll it'll be the love story. Goal three is the love story because goal three is really about love. That's yes, what. It's, it yep, that's what it's about. Okay. But how do you get? You can't have love if you're not ethical. You can't have love if you're not practically being an efficient business, in in expert in your business. You can't have it if you're if you're the business that you're part of or running is disorganized. Right. And, not, and right. if you're not doing good for your um, patients, clients, um, whoever. So okay. So that's personal goals. Uh, the, the the personal uh, one. Then you've got goals for patient, customer, client. Now. I'm thinking that this is this is the love part. This is where I'm re- I'm having a good time with principles and tools, and that's what my cl- my clients are really. I, I'm I really want this is the this is really good. I'm excited about different principles I found, and that I'm teaching my doctors and staff, and then the tools that they can use, and th- this is all new stuff. This is from the future. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> Uh, part of my thinking, <laughs> okay. Part of my thinking is uh, there's a movie um, uh, Interstellar that came out a couple years ago, and uh, it, it it's beautiful. It haunts me. And the the part of the part of the story. Uh, this is a bit of a, a, a giving some of it away. Um, the the um, the, the message comes, a person goes into hyperspace, goes into a black hole, a space guy goes into the future. The planet's dying. He goes, into, goes out to save, the, uh, into, uh, out into space, goes through a black hole uh, into some other dimension, uh, is able to give, find out information uh, about how to save the world and communicates it back in time to his daughter. At any rate, uh, there's there's a quantum field stuff going on, another dimension stuff going on. Anyway, she gets in, she gets information from her dad from the future and solves uh, some uh, mathematical problems uh, about anti gravity and saves uh, saves mankind. <laughs> okay, so it's wow, cool. So it's, it's, I should it's, see if it's on Netflix this weekend. Uh, well, I don't know. If, yes, I don't know if it'll be out. You could order the DVD probably, but at any rate, um, Inception. I mean, um, it's not Inception. It's uh, Interstellar, and so I kind of, in my fantasy, think that somehow 
uh, I'm channeling something from the future, and this is information from the future. It's, I mean, that's not true, but anyway, in my fantasy. So principles, uh, I'm really excited about some of the principles. One of the key principles is 80-20. It's, it's like, like the Pareto principle? 80 to a Pareto principle, right. And I've, like I've studied a lot of principle. Pardon me? They call it the Pareto principle. Yep, Pareto principle. And there's, there's the other terms. Yep, there's other, other uh, terms for it as well. I've gone to seminars on it. I've read books on it. Uh, it's, it's hard to, um, to grasp for me, but it seems to be very true. It's uh, so that's a huge principle in the in the book. In fact, I've even thought of having that being some kind of a subtitle. Uh, but there's other principles as well. And then how do I apply this as tools? Here's 20 tools for you guys to use to to implement to to make the changes so you can reach your goals faster. So there it is. And then the last one is goal three. So, uh, hang on. Go ahead. Uh, can I? Okay. So, like twenty tools in one chapter. Um, it sounds like a lot. Should that well, possibly? This, this be is the tool. Two, this is what. This is the tool chest. This is the tool chest. It's for. It's not just. I mean, and I could put the you know and other, other chapters. I could see tool. Here's here's tool number fourteen. Read more about it. But this is a tool chest where I'm going to put all the tools. You're going to, okay, so you're going to sum, sum it all up, is what you're saying. <clears throat> well, um, this is, I'm not going to really discuss the tools in the other chapters. I'll, ta- I'll talk about stories and, and, and strategies and um, um, some processes, but, the act- but I'm thinking that this is going to be a tool chest where I'm going to have like a, a paragraph for each tool. Okay, so you're going to run through them pretty quickly. Yes, it'll be. This will be the, the the tool chest where the tools are. I'm not going to have. Uh, I, I may refer to tools throughout the book, but they can go to this chapter and see the tools. Okay. All right. And, and similar for the principles. There'll be a. I may be re- referencing principles throughout the book, but they can. Okay. They, this will be the the, the principle tool where I can look at all the basic. You know, you, you can go into. Um, Everything's based upon axioms or principles or laws, and not and not just um, uh, bright ideas. I, I don't want to re- I don't want to have bright ideas. I want to have it everything based on as much as possible laws or principles or you know fundamentals. That's what we're mm-hmm. um, chapter ten says tools for each strategy is I I, I might have made a mistake. Um, I put 20 tools to reach your goals faster, tool chest. I put that under Chapter 9. Does that belong under Chapter 9 or 10? 10. Tools are 10. 10. Tools are 10. All right. Cool. Uh, And Chapter 9 are are, are axioms, principles. Uh, Yeah, yeah. And then the last chapter, Goal 3, Chapter 11, Goal 3, and that's, that's that's the juicy fun part. That's when we're... We're uh, surfing or wrestling with our grandkids or going to walk with our dog or helping <clears throat> helping inner, inner, inner city kids, whatever. Right, right. And, right. and then the last chapter might have references. 
you know, of that's that's where you would that's your expertise comes in. You know, the the formatting and the footnotes and whatever. So that's the basic okay. outline. And what I'm what I want to finish is um, it's a business book, but it's going to be a very passionate book. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. You know? Well, if the worst crime is to be boring. In well, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, I agree. But I mean, you're really you're taking your. I, I mean, and it's totally you know like what I know of you in the time I've been getting to know you. I mean, that's totally Ed the way I see you anyway. Yeah. You know. So anyway. So well, that, it's you exciting. know we have whether we care to acknowledge it or not. Uh, I think we all have greater purposes. I think we all want to help each other. I think we all realize we, we're in this together. But because we're beat, because we're confused, we're beaten down, we we, we take we, we end up in back alleys in our personal lives, uh, we don't understand things, or we're even suppressed and, and deliberately confused, whatever, we're, we, we, we don't get to ex, um, express our brotherhood or our fellowship. Mm-hmm. And so this, this is, yeah, I'm I, I want uh, this is it. This I want to help people. This is what I have seen how to do it, and apparently it seems to be working. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So no, that, anyway, so what I what could help me <clears throat> is definitely I'll need help in formatting, and then I'll definitely need before that I'll need help in editing and make it simpler and readable without losing my voice. Uh, and then beyond that, how to get the friggin' thing published? Um, I look right. forward. To, I, I look forward to promoting it. I look forward on because I, I feel I can have I have some skills on that. But right now, uh, while I'm writing this, uh, if I could uh, say, well, you know, to the degree you can understand it too, then uh, then Ed, this is uh, too complicated. Or Ed, how about if you put some more attention on this and and then I sure, sure. just account just uh, you being accountable, me being accountable to you for for getting stuff done. Well, I will absolutely hold you accountable. <laughs> uh, I have a publisher in mind. I want to give you the name of the publisher because I think they'd be really good for you. Okay. This is a this is a. I mean, are you thinking traditional publisher? Or are you thinking self publishing? Have you had? I have no. I any? I I don't know enough to even answer that. Okay. All right. Do you want to talk about that, or is that like premature? No, that's fine. Let's uh, begin with the end in mind. I want to get it. Uh, yeah. I want to get this thing out. Okay. Good. So, so the publishing industry has changed like really drastically over the last decade, and you know, it's like you know how it is with change. It's like everything changes more and more and more. It seems like every year, yep. or every yep. three months, or something. Yep. Okay. Yep. So what happened is, you know, with technology. Um, people started doing something, and they started this like almost 20 years ago, called self-publishing. Right. Okay. I have friends who've meant... gone to I've gone friends who have gone to many seminars on how to do this. Right. Okay. So you get the general idea what self-publishing is about, and I get this question constantly from people: Denise, which is better, self-publishing or traditional publishing? You know. So, and and there's no you know, like pat answer for that. It's different for different people, okay? So what started happening in about the last maybe five to seven years, because self-publishing is hard, 
all right, is people started uh, popping up with these little businesses that were sort of, it's like a publishing house, but it's considered self-publishing. Now, they used to call this vanity press, you know, like somebody wants to write their memoir, so this company is going to charge you some exorbitant amount to publish your book, and you make 50 copies, and you hand them out to all your family members, okay. and it strokes your ego. And, you know, okay. right? I right? like that, vanity press. <laughs> right. That, that's, that, that was the old terminology for it. Now, you know, it's like people with real books go to these places because they – you know, they're paying, you know, a big chunk of money for it. But on the other hand, they're getting what they want and they have a little more control over the outcome, okay? And, you know, once they paid money for the book, it's like if I'm selling a book for $20, I get the whole $20 because I already paid for the book okay. from the self-publisher. Now, they will provide um, editing services and doing your book cover and doing, you know, some of the kinds of things that a traditional publisher does because okay. if they're going to have their what's called imprint, you know, their name on it, they want it to look good, you know. But you're paying, you know, you pay a pretty good chunk for it, but you have a little more control. Now, there are other people that go out and, you know, they call themselves petty press. They make their, you know, come up with their own business name and everything. And you can take your manuscript once you have a book cover. And, I mean, there are graphic designers who will do this for about $200. They'll upload it to Amazon. They'll click submit. And within 24 hours, you have a digital book for sale, you know. Um, and then if you want regular paper and ink books, Amazon has a division of that called Create Space, where you can click, yes, I want this formatted for Create Space, and Amazon will print out your books and they'll ship them to you. Okay. you know? So that way you retain the greatest amount of control, and they use a method called print on demand to print the books, okay. which is it's almost like if you thought about like running it through you know, the kind of printer that you have, um, um, you know, like everybody has a printer in their office, right? Except these are like much faster and high speed and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And you pay a little bit more per book, but you can order them as you need them rather than like printing 5,000 books and then you're paying for, you know, a storage space or warehouse or it takes up half your garage or you know, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's, you know, like that's just like touching the surface of self-publishing, okay? okay? Now, a traditional publisher, uh, and I'm thinking of one in San Francisco, they do business books with a twist is basically their niche, mm -hmm. okay? And basically, you know, you go there and you, you have what's called a book proposal, you put together a book proposal, right? okay, and you send that in to them, and they look at it, and a lot of them they reject, and some of them they accept, and, um, you know, they offer you a contract, and they are paying for all the manufacturing, the, you know, they call it PP&B, printing, paper, and binding. Mm-hmm is the manufacturing cost. Of course, they go through and they do an edit. 
Um, most of the time, they will design your book cover. Um, and it's, it's almost kind of like you're going into business with them. Right. But if they're selling that book for $20, you get what's called a royalty. You've probably heard that term before. Yep. Where you're probably getting like a buck fifty to $2 per book. Okay, so you're getting much less per book, but you're not putting up a bunch of money to print them first. I'm not really interested in, uh, I'm interested in getting the book out. I'm not interested in making money off it. Right, okay. Then I would say a traditional publisher is probably better for you. And the one that I'm thinking about for you that does business books with a twist, because I think you know, this is, number one, you've got a very specific niche. It's not like everybody and his brother, right? And the other thing is, is, you know, you're going to have that, um, you know, all this information about the three goals and the three parts of your life. And, you know, I mean, that's that's definitely niche, you know, but it's also going to have a little bit of that hippie feel and the passion and the purpose and yep. those things in it. So I think it fits. Anyway, this publisher is called Barrett Kohler. B. Um, it's B B E R. I think it's B E. It might be B A. Um, B. Let's say B A. B A R R E T T. And then Kohler is K O E H L E R. Okay. They are located in Oakland, California. Okay. They used to be in uh, downtown San Francisco, but then they decided to support the resurgence of the Oakland area and how oh. they're rebuilding the downtown and all that. And I think a lot of their values would be in alignment with your values. Yep. yep. Sounds that way. Okay. And you put together a book proposal. Okay. Now. I know, I don't know him real well, but I've met him and I've communicated with him once or twice, the CEO of Barrett Kohler. Okay. You know, and they're also like a firm that it's like the CEO can't make more than so many times the lowest paid employee. I mean, a lot of their values, I think, would be very much in alignment with your value. Okay. Okay. Um, anyway, his name is Steve. Yes. Um, and then I'll say his last name and then spell it. It's Piersante. I always want to say Pellegrino, but that's a brand of water. It's Piersante. <laughs> so it's like Pier, like P-I-E-R, and yeah. then Sante, S-A-N-T-I. Oh, okay. Okay, Piersante. Health is there. What's that? Sante means health, I think. Oh, I was just thinking Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. Santi, oh yeah, oh, yeah. I think Santi or that. There's a reference, you know, salud. Anyway. Oh, okay, good. Okay. Yeah, like, like a salutation. So yeah, so I've been to. They did a. Um, uh, one of my best. For, well, she is my best buddy. She wrote a book that was published by then back in 2001 called Attracting Perfect Customers. Okay. And so she kind of like stays in touch with them somewhat. And anyway, um, about a year and a half ago, almost two years ago now, she told me about this event they were doing where it was kind of like seasoned business people 
supporting and encouraging millennials and stuff like that, you know. Mm -hmm. So anyway, we flew up there, and I got to see all their offices and everything, like where they're at. Was this when they were in San Francisco or when they moved to Oakland? No, this was in Oakland. Okay. Yeah. They had, they had been in Oakland for like maybe six months at that okay. point, okay. you know. Yeah. So um, anyway, I went there and, you know, participated in this whole thing, and that's where I met originally met Steve Pierson,ti and everything. And I told them, I said, I'm going to have authors that I work with. And if they fit your niche, I said, how do you feel about me sending you their uh, their book proposals? You know, and he said, wow, that would be great. You know, so anyway, so I have a little bit of a relation. I'm, you know, I'm not going to say he's like my best buddy or right. it's a shoe-in or anything like that. You know, you'd be subject to the same scrutiny as any right. other author. But at least I've met him, and I think it would be very well niche. Now, you know, I'm sure, who Brian Tracy is. Yep. Okay. Brian Tracy's had all his books published through Barrett Kohler. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Eat That Frog, you know, like a whole bunch of them uh-huh. have been done by uh, Barrett Kohler. Really? You know? Yeah. So they're they're a smaller publisher. It's not like I think they have maybe forty, fifty employees. Some, I'm guessing something in that ballpark. Um, and like when you hear about the really big ones, like say Simon and Schuster or John Wiley and Sons and stuff like this, number one, they won't touch you unless you have a literary agent. Okay. So are, are, you, are you are you are you a literary agent? No, I'm not. Literary agents, most literary agents were formerly attorneys because what they spend most of their time doing is negotiating your contract with the publisher. Okay. Okay. So, you know, and then they get, and then what the other thing is, is they will only deal with the really big publishers because the way they get paid is, uh, let's say, you know, Hillary Clinton gets an advance for her book, Hard Choices, and you read in the news, she gets a $4 million advance. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. So the literary agent gets, it used to be, it probably still is, 17% of whatever that advances. Okay. So they will only work with publishers that they know there's a possibility they're going to pay a big advance because otherwise they don't get paid. Right, right. Okay. So I I just know from my friend Stacy that she said Barrett Kohler was very good. She had a good relationship with them. They did everything. They were in integrity. They did everything they said they were going to do for her, which – a lot of publishers don't do that. It's like they promise you the moon and the stars, and then you get into it, and you know it's like you can't you can't do anything because you got like a five year contract with them or something like that. Okay. So um, anyway, they don't pay in advance, but they pay a little bit better royalty, you know, based on sales. Uh-huh. And you know, I think they're they're the kind of people that would be in alignment with your values and. Things like that. Plus, I think it's also in alignment with the niche of your book. Yeah, I I, I will check them out. It sounds I'm you know I I lived in San Francisco. I went to school at UC Davis. I know Berkeley. Cool. I know Oakland. I know the, cool. the culture there. 
another Bay Area culture that's my culture, basically. Sure, sure. So, yeah. Yeah, I love I love San Francisco. I, I got to go there. This was shortly before we started working together. I have a girlfriend who lives kind of in the East Bay area, so I went to see her for a weekend, uh-huh. you know, just because it's so much fun. And I got out of the Vegas heat for three days. Uh-huh. So, anyway, which is always a good thing for me. But at any rate, um, yeah, check them out. And uh, you need to have what's called a book proposal. Right, right. Uh, would would okay. you uh, would you help me with that uh, at at some point? I'd be happy to. I'd be happy to. Yeah. Um, some of the stuff for a book proposal you've already done. You okay. know, okay. Um, like the you know your outline is part of a book proposal. Okay. Okay. Um, your comparative analysis is part of a book proposal. Your overview is part of a book proposal. You know, but there's some other parts as well. There's like a query letter, and you need a couple sample chapters, and you need a marketing plan, and you know, stuff like that. Cool. So, very anyway. exciting. Very exciting. Very uh, good. Yeah. Good. Well, it's this. You know, uh, yeah, very exciting. Good. I'm um, back in Berkeley, which is not far from Oakland. Back in the day, back in the day, there was. Um, this is a small little quick story, but uh, <clears throat> I, th- I think of uh, there was a old parking lot in Berkeley, and it was mm-hmm. just junk was put in there, and nobody took care of it. So some hippies and a few students turned it into a, a, an organic garden where they nice. grew, grew things. Yeah, nice. Um, <laughs> you'd think it'd be nice, and they turned it into a park. They called it People's Park. Well, I think it, was, it went there. Yeah, that- Ernie and I, I think I went there. Ernie and I, we had a, um, this was maybe three, four years ago, we had a wedding to go to in that part of the world. So we decided to build a vacation around it, you know, where we spent a few days downtown San Francisco, a little time in Napa. And I've never been to Berkeley, so we spent a couple days in Berkeley. So Well, okay, anyway. so th- this might be different. Uh, so this was in 60, 69 or so. Oh so yeah, there, there, there is this there's this parking lot. No, no, it wasn't being used. It was muddy. It was dirty, and so the the locals, the hippies, and some of the students made it into a nice park. And they also grew grew uh, vegetables or whatever they grew there. And uh, since it was on a university property, it was owned by the university. Uh, they they took offense to that. They um, uh, and they ki- they destroyed all the gardens. They they, they uh, put a fence around it, and so there's a big protest about it, and it's called the People's Park. You can look it up, but it's uh, People's Park, and so there's hu- huge protest. Uh, there was uh, people from all over the Bay Area and even from Davis would march, and um, it became violent. I don't know how it could become violent, but the o- Oakland um, um uh, reserve guards were around, and there was guns around, and they ended up shooting and killing somebody. Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, it's a, a James Rector. I remember the guy's name. Uh, he was on a roof, and they shot him and killed him. So it was very violent. Wow. And, and But then from that, there's a whole theme, like, let a thousand parks bloom, and, you know, sort of the uh, this when Ronald Reagan was the governor. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, so when, you th- when I think of Oakland and this publisher, I think of People's Park. Okay, I get it. It probably okay. wasn't the same park. Yeah, it probably was. It probably <laughs> wasn't. So anyway, so what? What? 
this this is a very different conversation, which I'm really happy about. What was helpful to you today? Uh, well, that I feel that uh, you uh, have a better uh, understanding of what I'm doing and my goals, and then can help support me to achieve them. Okay, good. So, and so, and are, you're gonna you're gonna send me an email. I, I'm gonna my... send you a writing schedule for the next couple of weeks. Okay. Uh, I will also send you my goals of what I will be writing on, okay. and uh, then you can support me on those. I will absolutely do that, and I will do my best. I'm going to send you, like I just took a few notes on your outline based on what you were saying, so you know you have it too if you want, and I will do my best to send you an email when you're, like right before you're supposed to be writing. Yeah. To send you, an, you know, send you an email and say, "Hey, Ed, I'm thinking about you as you're That's going right. into your closet and creating, or right. you know, something." Like going to <clears throat> go into your goalatarium. Your goalatarium. <laughs> okay. Um, should we set something up for like? Yeah. Uh, sure. uh, let me look. Um, two weeks is Black Friday. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. I, you know, it's uh, after the. Yeah, okay. I, I don't. I'm not a big commercial guy, so yeah. yeah. Fine. Could we do it just like one hour later? Yeah. Okay. So anyway. Oh yeah, okay. for prior day's Thanksgiving. Um, yeah. So um, ten o'clock my time, eight o'clock your time. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Anyway, yeah, I used to go out and do the Black Friday shopping thing, but last year I decided I've had enough of that. <laughs> so anyway. All right. Okay. Okay. That's okay. I, good. I'll, I'll, I will get to work, and I will send you something um, today. Okay. Good. I okay. will watch for it. All okay. Right? Thanks, Denise. Thank you. Okay. okay. Thanks, Ed. Take care. Bye. Happy writing.
do you or you don't? Uh, not right now, thank you. I'm I'm editing a chapter. It's like very labor intensive work, and then hopefully I'll finish before the meeting and I can have some breakfast. So.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.